Welcome to Ballistic Radio. Join us as we discuss hard-won self-defense lessons, as well as the information you need to survive a violent encounter. Listen as armed professionals, industry experts, national champions, and gunfight survivors answer all your firearms and self-defense questions while exploring your rights and responsibilities as an armed citizen. Ballistic Radio, brought to you by Surefire, the professional's choice for suppressors and illumination tools. Surefire, America's beacon of freedom. And now, here's your host, John Johnston. Welcome to Ballistic Radio, brought to you by Surefire, the professional's choice for suppressors and illumination tools. Surefire, America's beacon of freedom. I'm your host, John Johnston. Remember, you can always listen to past shows at BallisticRadio.com, unless we delete them on accident. Our bad, yo. And get the latest behind-the-scenes info, arguments, photos, videos, other stuff at Facebook.com slash Radio. I'm sorry, I'm messing with Joe, the producer, because it's fun, and I love Joe, and he's awesome. So Joe's like, no. Anyway, this segment brought to you by Lucky Gunner and Federal Premium Ammunition. Whether there was a firefight or you do, in fact, want to worry about that little guy, you need more ammo. And when it's time to restock, you can't beat Federal Premium Ammunition on LuckyGunner.com. With a shipping department that's always moving at 88 miles per hour, if I order a case of American Eagle from Lucky Gunner on a Thursday, it's at my doorstep ready to shoot before the weekend starts. Head to LuckyGunner.com today to check out their in-stock lineup of federal premium ammunition. And remember, unless you're on fire or drowning, you can never really have too much ammo. Maybe if you're the UPS delivery driver. I don't know. Whatever. I don't, yeah. Need to come up with a better joke there. Hey, joining us, it's Scott Jedlinski. Hey, what's up? Hello. Hey, man. How are you? I'm, uh, I didn't get any coffee before I got into the studio today because there was traffic. Oh. And if you can imagine, uh, well, you've hung out with me. You know what kind of fiend I am for for caffeine. (laughs) Um, I'm not saying like I'm going through uh, withdrawals right now this second, but I am. uh, I'm definitely smelling the color purple in the room right now. Yeah, inappropriate low on liquid hate. Yeah, something like that. So uh, something like that. For those that don't know, who are you? What do you do? And we will hop right into something that I wanted to talk to you about because I talked to Tim Heron about it, and I wanted to get your take. Oh, okay. Awesome. Yeah, Scott Jablinski. I uh, own and operate and the head instructor of Modern Samurai Project. Uh, I specialize in two things, AIWB classes and Red Dot classes, and uh, Red Dot pistol classes, and recently I've been doing combination classes in those have been going very, very well. Uh, non-mill, non-LEO, long life, uh, lifelong martial artist. And uh, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Nice. Um, so you and I are pretty good buddies. We talk a lot and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, gently rib each other on our successes and failures. Congratulations on the fast coin. Maybe one day you'll get a turbo pin to go with it. The sun rises, and John brings up the turbo pin. Some things you can count on. Well, hey, dude. So, <laughs> look. Look, man. I I don't got much. I don't got much that I can tease you about. I would uh, I, I would bet money on you most days, right? But this is this is it. And so, and I understand that you are the type of person that every time I do that, I just push you one step closer to getting one. So, oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent, man, hundred percent. But here's what I want to talk to you about. Um, so Tim Heron was on, and he was talking about. Uh, 
management of not what you usually hear people talk about during shooting. So a lot of people talk about trigger management, right? And uh, that that is a traditional way that people, you know, when they are talking about high-level shooting and making good shots and stuff like that, they talk about trigger management. He was talking about site management and managing the sites correctly. And I wanted to get your, and I know you haven't had a chance to listen to that yet because we haven't uploaded it yet, but um, I wanted to get your take on that because I thought that was super interesting and 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 I thought you and I could be nerds together in front of people and it wouldn't be weird, but that's probably... Yeah, I can, yeah, anyway. I can pretty much guess what he said because, I mean, Tim and I are close friends as well. I mean, I actually consider him to be a mentor of mine, um, but can you... Is it site management along the lines of uh, accepting an appropriately accurate uh, site package what, to make that appropriately accurate shot? Or? What I thought was what I thought was interesting about it was more of the emphasis. So generally, when so me personally, and this is something that he said that I just had never looked at it from that direction, and now that I'm looking at it from that direction, I'm like, oh yeah, that's actually what I'm doing. But generally, the emphasis uh-huh. that is traditionally uh, placed on the process, so we've got grip, uh, sights, and triggers, right? The yep. the emphasis traditionally is trigger, grip, sights, or maybe grip, trigger, sights, depending on what camp you come from. Um, yep. The emphasis that he placed was on sights. Now, with the caveat that the the other things build on that, you know? So, okay. so yeah. and, and Tim's not here. This would be super cool if we had a. I was going to use the word three way, but Do then, it. then Do mm, it. <laughs> if we had a three way with Yumi and Tim talking about this stuff, that'd be pretty. Uh, oh, it'd be really interesting, though. Sorry, must be <laughs> this tall to ride. The FCC, they're they're yeah. just luckily oh, they don't pay oh, attention no. to me closely. Sorry. Um, Joe is just looking at me horrified. <laughs> Please continue. Uh, Let's shooting. Shooting, Scott. We need yes. to talk about shooting. Okay. Um, so, yeah. So, interesting. You know, uh, I, I think, um, again, shooting is shooting. You know, Tim is obviously a, a highly accomplished iron sight shooter. Uh, you know, I specialize in red dots, but shooting is shooting. I will tell you that most of the problems uh, that I see in classes uh, with people being slow is over-confirmation of the dot, right? They want that dot to be in the center of the center of the center instead of just putting it in an acceptably accurate shot, whether that be an eight-inch circle or, you know, the center of an alpha or something to that, uh, uh, you know, uh, nature. Um, I think what, in talking to Tim, what he is talking about is when you get to the point where your grip is as uh, crushing as it needs to be on the support hand side, where your trigger management uh, is, again, you know, you're subconsciously competent with all that, then, you know, you can concentrate because the conscious mind can only focus on one thing at a time, right? And it should be tracking your sights or tracking the dot. Uh, the stance is the grip, is the trigger control, is the sight tracking. When you can eliminate everything else down to the subconscious, and the only thing you have to do is track the sights, 
and life gets much easier at that point. Well, and I would actually argue, so this is something else that I've been playing with lately, that tracking the sites is not necessary um, all the time. It's more of, because I, I don't necessarily care where the sites are when they're not where they need to be. It's just more of that they end up back wherever I left them when the last shot went off. You know what I mean? So, like, if yep. they if they yep. return to the same point in space or near enough to it that if I have to correct, I can correct. Uh, that's kind of the important part for me, at least. You know, and I try and build everything to create a situation where the sites are going to return to that place. Right. But you have so much bandwidth cleared up because you're not worried about your grip and your trigger press that you are ahead of your sites and you are confident they're going to come back into there. Right. right. And that's, and that's, and that's, that's site tracking, you know, that's site tracking, whether or not you think you see them at the highest point of, uh, recoil or not is immaterial. You're ahead of what's going to happen. And you're confident in that where you see a lot of people be super slow and or inaccurate is because they're going through all, you know, uh, three, four, five, six, seven fundamentals in their head, uh, and they're just thinking about way too much, right? So I think what Tim talks about is I think when you get to a certain level of shooting, the only thing you need to worry about is managing your sights. Well, and that's – so and then we get into – because we we got to go to break in like a minute, right? But then we get into levels of competency and what's actually going on when you hit the unconscious competence level, and that's that's where I think a lot of the really interesting extra nerdy conversations happen, um, because you know, and, and you and I both know uh, shooters that are better than us. That if you told them to explain what they were doing and held a gun to their head and made like, if you can't tell me what you're doing, I'm going to kill you. There'd there'd be a lot of dead people on the floor because they have no idea. <laughs> You ain't lying. You know, and that's that's kind of uh, that's kind of an interesting conversation to have too. And I think we will have it when we get back from break. Uh, right now, we're talking with Scott Jedlinski from Modern Samurai Project. You're listening to Blizzard Radio. Welcome back to Ballistic Radio, brought to you by Surefire, the professional choice for suppressors and illumination tools. Surefire, America's beacon of freedom. This segment brought to you by Wilson Combat. Wilson Combat, makers of the finest custom 1911s and scatterguns since 1977. A legacy of quality, innovation, and service. Learn more about their firearms and accessories, including the EDCX9, which offers discriminating shooters 1911 match grade accuracy, superior ergonomics, and concealability with modern service pistol capacity and reliability at www.wilsoncombat.com. So, <clears throat> here, this will be fun. What do you think is actually going on for someone um, once they get to the highest levels of competency versus what they say is going on? What are the, you know, what are some of the things that you hear where you're like, yeah, that's cool. You're wrong. That's not actually what you're doing, but it's really cool that you think that's what you're doing. <laughs> Um, I don't, does I don't any, I does anything hop out or, or not so much? No, it doesn't, not so much. I mean, I will, what I will tell you what pops out, right? Um, uh, if you're looking at everything involved in shooting, right? Uh, for example, let's, let, let's take movement, right? 
there are hyper athletic people out there. And if I ask them when you are, whether it be a stage or a drill or whatever that involves running and they're hyper athletic, I go, okay, so how are you slowing down? So that by the time you get to the point where you need to aim and fire, all the extra motion is out and it's not influencing the sights. And they will look at me and go, I just stopped. Yeah. Right. And I will respond to awesome. Uh, I'm 48, a bit fluffier than I want to be right now with bad knees. I need more technique than that. Right. Right. And I, I think the same, same thing goes with shooting where you will have people uh, that, for example, here's one thing. Anybody who plays a sport or an art or something like that, that, uh, that needs a lot of individual finger dexterity, whether it's like guitar players, quarterbacks, um, anything that, that needs a lot of finger dexterity, they're often at the very beginning very good at uh, putting that trigger straight back to the rear because their fingers are independent. But you get other guys like uh, wrestlers, jujitsu guys, um, boxers, right? And they're horrible because they grab, they just grab everything with their entire hand and they don't have that individual finger dexterity. For them, I have to explain the entire process. Or for other people who have that finger dexterity already, they don't know what they're doing. They just do it. And I think the super high-level guys, depending on which super high-level guy you're talking about, a lot of them just do it, and I see what I see, and I go straight back to the rear. I think uh, why I love Tim Heron so much is that he hasn't been shooting for all that long, and he remembers what it's like to suck. Uh, and by his own volition, he is not the uh, best athlete in the world. So with his instruction – it's very detailed uh, and specific, and uh, I, I hope to say that my instruction is the same. Well, and so I've not had the, um, I've not gotten to take Tim's class yet, and I very much want to. It's it's high on my list of stuff that I want to do, um, but the the detail description of what's going on and being able to break it down into pieces and explain that to people is really interesting. And it's, it's interesting too, to see the emphasis that the different people place on different aspects to things. And I, mm -hmm. I, you know, cause I, I've been in your class, you've been in my class. Um, you know, we, we explain things very differently. We do, we, there are some things that we do very differently and, mm -hmm. you know, but there are multiple ways to sort of get to at least close to the same endpoint. Um, I mean, if you're going to be like somebody, probably be like Scott. He's faster and more accurate than I am. Um, except that one day, haha. -ha. So, um, sorry, I had to. I'm just, I'm just poking at my betters. Um, there it is, dude. There it is. Been, been doing that for my entire life, actually, and here I am. Why stop now? So exactly. As far as for the people that are trying to push to that level of competency that are trying to um, really like, you know, I'm good. I want to be great. How do you get there? What, you know, what are, what are the things that, um, that people need to be working on, I guess? Yeah. So how do you get better? Right. That's the billion dollar question. And, 
I will say that you have to first define your your goals, right? What does better look like? Uh, is that getting to be a class, master class, grandmaster class in competition? Is that uh, passing, you know, your standards in your technical handgun? Is that getting a black belt patch to me? Is that a, is there a metric in which you just want to be a very competent? Uh, self-defense-minded shooter, uh, what does that mean? What, what, what resonates with you? Is it, is it a fast drill uh, or, a, or a fast coin? I think you need to find that first. Uh, I think where a lot of people have an issue is they have this nebulous thing of, well, I just want to get better without understanding what that means. Uh, define what that means and then break down that goal and find, and find instruction out there of someone that's already accomplished that goal or someone that you know that uh, is further along from you uh, than you and, and seek instruction. I mean, that's, that's really the thing. If, if, if your resources are just YouTube or I was about to say Instagram, but you really can't get a lot in a, in a minute. <laughs> you know, uh, but if that's YouTube, you can and you can you can get brain aids, Scott. You can definitely you can. get brain aids. You, you definitely can. You definitely can. Uh, but but define your metric, break it down, find instruction, and and you got to put in the reps. You've got to put in the reps. And being more specific than that can can be as just as nebulous as just saying I want to get better, right? That hyper athletic person that has finger dexterity already, sometimes you just need to tell that guy, all right, dude, go faster, right? Mm -hmm. And let's see what we can get away with. The the guy who doesn't have finger dexterity, you have to go through the entire mechanics of things so that they can build that in, and then you get to the next level. Well, and that's the other thing, too, because, like, when we're speaking of shooting particularly, um, it really depends on, you know, what kind of, and I know you sort of alluded to this, but, like, what kind of shooting do you want to be better at? Um, mm -hmm. You know, I, I, I've shot a grand total of two USPSA matches. Um, mm -hmm. the, the last one that I shot, I finished in the middle of the pack. If, if... If, major if, I were to go shoot classifiers, I might make a low B right now. Maybe. Depending on what the classifiers were, right? Um, mm -hmm. But, and this is the interesting thing, and I, I say this, and, and I feel pretty confident of this. If, if I took any number of the shooters that were at the match that I was at and put them on something that I do a lot of, I'm pretty certain that I would win or at least be competitive in a way that I was not in the actual USPSA match because there's a lot of other things that go into that. And well, especially if it was from concealment. No, no, I was, uh, no, I was gaming it up, Scott. So no, 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 I, no, no. Those other, those Oh, those other, other competitors, dudes. Oh yeah. If they were in you, if they were in your world and they had to switch to shooting from concealment, inevitably, uh, you know, you would have been much, 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 much better. Yeah. Well, and what's funny, too, is I almost think that I would have been better shooting the match from concealment just because I've got so much more time doing that. But I agree. Uh, it's like, you know, I'm, I don't want to shoot limited, which was, well, actually, I would have been shooting open 
Um, oh, yes, you would have should have been open because you had a dot. Yep, and I like I don't want any part of that, frankly. So uh, my my ego can't handle that, but well, I'm probably good. <laughs> but anyway, hey, we got to go to break, so we'll we'll hop back into this in a second. We're talking with Scott Jedlinski from Modern Samurai Project. You're listening to Ballistic Radio. Welcome back to Ballistic Radio, brought to you by Surefire, the professional's choice for suppressors and illumination tools. Surefire, America's beacon of freedom. This segment brought to you also by Surefire. Know your target and what is beyond it, but how can you really know your target? By shining a really bright light on it, and that's where Surefire comes in. From the 1200 lumen EDCL 2T handheld or 500 lumen EDCL 1T handheld to the 1000 lumen upgraded X300 Ultra fits in all your old duty holsters to the new 650 lumen stiletto pocket light. Surefire can make sure you never have to yell Aziz light ever again. Surefire, the professional's choice for suppressors and illumination tools. So we're talking with Scott Jedlinski from the Modern Samurai Project and... Um, what what does getting better look like, and how does it work, and will it blend? Um, uh, that's anyway. I'm just gonna skip. What? Yeah, it's, a, it's what? yeah, it's a YouTube <laughs> thing that I like. Uh, anyway, okay. anyway. So, what do you think a good metric is for people? Like something that they, uh, um, like. Hey, it doesn't really matter where you're at. Here's something that if you can do this, you're doing okay, and here's the next place to go. Yeah. So uh, at, at the risk of self-promotion, I would say take a look at my standards and look at the blue belt level, right? Uh, for those of you who don't know, my black belt's patch standards have different levels like Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu because that's my background. Um, I think that if you can do those drills at those level at those levels, uh, you have a great start. Uh, other things out there, um, if you can do the fast drill in seven seconds or less, that's an amazing start. Uh, what else is out there that I think? Uh, you know what? I like that. I really like starting with the fast drill, though. A seven-second fast drill, and you are a pretty competent shooter uh, knocking on the door of being uh, a great shooter. You know, everything else there is just the study of efficiency to get you to that level. But all the basic gun handling skills, accuracy, reloads, uh, uh, modulating from precise to uh, faster, uh, type of rhythm and shooting is there in the fast drill. And John, I'm not just saying that because I have a fast coin and you don't. Boy. Um. <laughs> you know that SpongeBob meme? <laughs> uh, which one are you talking about? There's millions of them. That's there. all right. Uh, you know who else has a fast coin and I don't? And this one actually makes me way angrier. Caleb? Yeah. Yup. <laughs> Yup. I'm like that. Mm. Mm. So, hey, you know, now that I'm using a sighting system that I can actually see versus just, you know, the force, I might be okay. I don't know. I don't know. There you go. And you did amazing things with the force. Just let that be clear. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Right. So it's just a little less consistency that I would like. Um, yeah, and, 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 and 
completely genuine, right? Completely genuine. I think about a seven second fast still stands. Yeah. So I just didn't do that for the setup for the audience. No, it's okay. It's all right. I uh, I appreciate that. So and and that's actually really interesting too, is like the multiple ways that different instructors will try and gauge skill levels and like what in their head um is a is a good skill level. I'm really juiced for you to come out. Um you're coming out to my one day in August, I wanna say, out in and call pepper and like I've got some stuff that that I run that is kind of that same way. It's like, hey, we're gonna you know, I'm 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 collecting data here. Let's see how you do it. And I'm I'm really excited for you to see that. And I'm really excited I'm taking your class in Cincinnati in when is that? July? Yeah. June, July, something like that. Something like that. Your yeah. your three day I know it's a J month. Uh whatever. J month. I believe I believe it's June. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm super excited for that because it's the three day format and, uh, I think that's going to be super cool. But so what are, what are some reasons why someone might want to care about whether or not they're any good, Scott, how do, how do we get people to care about stuff like that? Yeah. So again, defining your goal, what type of shooter you want to be, whether it's competitive, self-defense, things of that nature, right? Uh, When you have that metric, it is a reminder to keep on pushing to get better. The interesting thing with, uh, you know, mostly what we're talking about is pistol shooting is when you get to a certain level, it's not about trying harder. It's about getting more efficient. Right. So, Often people say, well, I just don't have the time to put in the reps to uh, get better at that because, you know, people are still hanging on to the 10,000 reps or the 10,000 hours thing. Uh, What what I would invite for people to think about is that uh, this is taking a – what's a – Glock 17 way full rounds, 34 ounces, 30 ounces. I don't know. 27.8. Is it, is it 27.8? It's not I, like I we're think. Deadli- yeah, it's not oh. like we're deadlifting 500 pounds, right? And we need our whole body to get stronger and our mind and our CNA. We're, we're, we're pushing around a less than 30 ounce gun, right? So what I would offer is is that it's the study of efficiency to get better. Oftentimes, it's to do less to get more. Uh, and hunting for those epiphanies to make you more efficient to get better, actually super cool. Every time I come across a, an epiphany, every time I listen, every time you and I talk, every time I talk to Tim Heron, uh, it's always of, ah, there's the refinement. And, oh, guess what? I'm now doing less mm-hmm. to get better. Right. And that's exciting. That's exciting. Exciting for me anyway. Well, and that's, um, you know, it's funny just because I'm I'm desperately searching for the weight of a Gen 4 Glock. Oh, 24.87 ounces. So I was close. I said 27.8. I was three ounces off. My bad. Um, (laughs) But uh, that's the thing, too, is like where where the interesting things happen, um, you know, cause, and, and like, so I'm, and this is weird. 
I am a better shooter right now than I think I ever have been. Now my top end is not as is not at the highest it's ever been, right? Um, there, there's plenty of times where I can look back and go, oh yeah, I was capable of things like capable of them that I'm probably not capable of right now, but I still say I'm a better shooter. And the reason for that is because my bottom end is way higher than it was. Um, like way higher than it was. And like, I'm, I'm teaching two classes this weekend where I'm going to shoot all the same stuff that the students are going to shoot, but I'm going to do a cold. And like, that used to be the bane of my existence, Right. Like, if right. I weren't good and warmed up, then it was going to maybe be ugly or it might be awesome. I don't know which. And and that was the thing. Whereas nowadays, um, I feel pretty okay doing anything, you know? Um, so how, you know, where do, where do you think stuff like that comes in? Like... Where oh. should be where where should people be pushing the high end? Where should they be pushing the low end? I mean, like, and we've joked around about teaching a class together where your your mm-hmm. your day is the okay push the high end, and my day is okay let's pick up the bottom, you know. So, but what sure. what do you think? Oh, so all right, so I and in, in about two yeah. minutes, and then we'll go to the next yeah, segment. Yep, e- easy day, right? So I will tell you this, right? Your high end may not be as it was before, but I, if I asked you, like we were talking about before, John, exactly how are you reaching that high end? I don't think you would know, mm. right? Yeah. Maybe you were warm, but the body is an amazing thing, right? It can figure things out to an unbelievable level, right? The problem is, is that if we don't have the foundation of understanding the technique to get to that efficiency, to get to that high end, that's just the body figuring things out. The thing is, is that it does it subconsciously, and we don't know what we're doing. I would argue that your uh, middle high to your bottom end is much more consistent than it used to be because of the implementation of technique. Sure. You know, with our, our private discussions, I mean, we split hairs on things. So because of that, that use of technique – your on-demand performance may not be in the higher stratosphere like it used to be, but, man, the, the, the bulk of it, the 75%, is on-demand. And I'll take that any day of the week. Right. Uh, I tell people all the time, like, when I do my standards in class, uh, throughout the class, I do everything cold, and I make my standards. Why? Because I have the technique, and I don't need to think about it. I'm not rushing, trying, and hurrying. Uh, to steal a Steve Anderson thing. I'm just using the technique, and it happens uh, where my fastest times and my cold times are maybe a difference of maybe three-tenths, two-tenths, right? Well, hold hold Uh, that thought. That's an acceptable difference. Well, yeah, hold that thought because we've got to uh, go to break. But we're talking with Scott Jedlinski from Modern Samurai Project. You're listening to Ballistic Radio. Welcome back to Ballistic Radio, brought to you by Surefire, the professional's choice for suppressors and illumination tools. Surefire, America's beacon of freedom. This segment brought to you by BigTexOutdoors.com. BigTexOutdoors.com is the best place for you to find all your everyday carry needs at the absolute best prices. Maybe you need all the lumens from Surefire at the lowest price? No problem. Spend too much time alone in your room like Scott and I, and now you need an RMR? Well, BigTexOutdoors.com has those. Glock accessories? Yes! Fast, cheap shipping, 100% hassle-free returns, all that and more. And best of all, 
BigTaxOutdoors.com has Ike. He's a good man and thorough. I like Ike. Everybody likes Ike. And you'll like Ike, too. Visit BigTaxOutdoors.com today and find out what happens when every customer is a friend, not just an order. So we're, uh, we're talking with Scott Jenlinski and, and all sorts of interesting little tidbits of stuff and things and uh, techniques and splitting yeah. hairs and, and all that good stuff. But what, um, you know, did you did you see how I threw us both under the bus in that ad, by the way? It was subtle. I did. I did. I did. Well, it's not under the bus if it's, if it's true. Yeah, I mean, hey, you know, I just wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't popular until recently. I don't know. Anyway. Um, wow. This episode, dude. Um, we're professionals. Yeah, can, I throw, can I throw out one thing, though, uh, as a uh, jiu-jitsu analogy for what we were just talking about? Sure. It'll take two seconds, yeah. So there's a thing in jiu-jitsu, right? So two guys are rolling. One submits the other, right? Uh, the instructor goes to the guy that uh, won, that submitted the other guy, goes, okay, what did you do and how did you get to the submission? And the guy goes, I don't know. And the professor says, then you, sir, have failed. Mm-hmm. Then he goes to the guy who got submitted and goes, what happened? And he goes, here's the thing, man. I waited too long to shrimp. I didn't have a proper frame. I didn't get my leg back in to get my guard. And I know, I now know the pro- appropriate times of when I should have done that to block his advance. And the instructor goes, you, sir, have won. So you're either – so you need to be learning. If you can do things and you don't know how you did them, who cares? Who cares? But if you make mistakes and you know what happened and can improve upon those mistakes to get better, man, that's that's the journey. That's the journey. Well, and the interesting thing, too, um, I feel like a lot of my shooting has gotten better simply because and I know I know I talked to you about this um, simply because I started teaching. And, you know, watching students and finding ways to condense ideas that are sort of floating around in the back of your head. But it's, you know, they can't just be bouncing around back there. If you've got to explain it to someone now, you need to you need to really formulate it and and, you know, pare it down to its um, core meaning or whatever. And that really helps focus the mind on stuff. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And, And it's validation. Right. You see the same problem 10, 15, 20 times in class. You think you have the solution to it, but then you implement that solution and it works all the time. That's your validation, right? Or you have an epiphany and a technique that you, you, quotation marks, came up with on your own. And then you talk to a friend or a mentor, uh, hopefully they're both, uh, and they go, yeah, man, that's exactly how you do it. And you're like... Bingo. Good to go, you know? Yeah. Um, what's one thing that you see consistently that you're like, man, I, I'm, I'm telling people this, but they're not, they're not getting it. Uh, and, and, well, hold on. Let me back that up. Uh, you see it before they show up, and then you, you fix it. What's the one thing that's like, hey, this is super simple. Uh, why aren't more people doing this? Uh, yeah. Um, unless you get better or yeah, to get better or whatever, unless you don't want to give away any class secrets. So I don't care, dude, you know me, man, I'm the, I'm the king of free milk. Uh, so in the draw, right, there are three or four, uh, 
you know, useless movements that people do. Inevitably, the first one is people thinking if they're right-handed, they need to rate, put their right shoulder in their right ear to get to the gun. And that is exactly what's making them slower. Hmm. Talk about that more. Okay. So uh, everybody knows I'm a fan of the claw grip. For those of you that don't know what the claw grip is, uh, when you're grabbing appendix, it's with your, uh, instead of your thumb going between the gun and your tactical muffin, it is grabbing the rear sight. It reduces friction. It does all that other stuff, right? A byproduct of getting a full firing grip uh, is that people have to jam it between their gun and on the holster and on their stomach. So in order to get that extra inertia to jam it down in there, they think they need to raise their right shoulder to get a head start, and they jam it in there to get the gun out. Um, it is the definition of irony, because if you put your hand on your gun, right, and then loosen it up so the hand can move, and you lift your shoulder up, you're actually getting further away from the gun. So the methodology in which you pick to accomplish your goal is the very thing that's preventing you from accomplishing your goal, which is the true definition of irony, not a Don Malonis Morissette song. Well, so what would you say about, um, <clears throat> and I know you're a big fan of body index points, and man, we're, we're about to dive deep into the weeds. <laughs> um, I know you're a big fan of body index points. We're going to run out of time, too, and that's going to be the best part. Uh, big fan of body index points and all that. What about, and I, I understand how the, the hands are going to be wherever the hands are when you need to access the gun, though uh -huh. if we're gaming it, they're where we want them to be. But something that yeah. I've heard Gabe White talk about is the approach angle and getting his hand to a position in space before he begins the approach to it, and that position in space is the same each time. Um. I don't. Yep. I don't know if you got into that in your class or not. Uh, but so where does, I do. I do. Yeah. Where does that fit in? Uh, so for example, you were talking about your hands not being. Uh, you know, they are where they are, right? Until it, they're it, not. But yes. Until they're not. Right. Until they're not. Right. <laughs> um, depending on the situation, you know, whether it's like a high, your hands are in high thoracic or your hands are you know, wrist below your belt, hands relaxed, whatever you think is most appropriate. You need to pick things on your body that don't move and put that in relation to the gun. If we're talking about AIWB, uh, my hands can be in a million different positions depending on where I'm engaged in the confrontation. Uh, but things that don't move regardless are, for example, my belly button and my sternum, mm -hmm. right? So if I can put the gun as close to a, the proprioceptive index of my belly button, then I don't need to think about grabbing because the gun is where my belly button is or somewhere close thereabouts. If I'm removing my cover garment, where do I marry my gun? It's usually where I clap, which is uh, uh, surprisingly corresponds with your sternum, mm -hmm. right? And so that's where your body naturally marries it. Anything trying to defeat those indexes winds up being slower. So, <clears throat> hmm. No, I'm going to leave it right there. That's where I'm going to leave it. Okay. I, I have follow-up questions, but we're we're going to run out of time, and it's just not going to be it's not going to be very tidy. So, um, <laughs> let's do this because we got about two and a half minutes left. I want to say uh, something like that. Yeah, two. 
if people want to come take a class with you and mm-hmm. and hang out with you and you know other stuff like that, I'm totally not contacting your students and having them ask you about turbo pins in class. Um, <laughs> uh, too late. Too oh late. yeah, where uh, where would they do that? Uh, ModernSamuraiProject.com. Um, a lot of good content on there, I think. Uh, including the standards that we talked about. But if you click the classes button, it has a list of my classes for 2019 and the link to register. Uh, for other, you know, awesome pieces of uh, free milk, go to my YouTube channel, which is Modern Samurai Project. Instagram, Modern Samurai Project. It's all over the place. Uh, I'm also, you know, I hope it's okay to say this, but I started my own podcast about exactly what we're talking about, just getting better. And uh, you can uh, look up me there. Well, of course it's okay to say it. it it's uh, I. So hey, for the most part, if I <clears throat> almost anyone can get on the show once, but if they get on the show more than once, that means I believe in what they're doing and, and support it. So go listen to his show. Um, I've not had the chance to yet, but I hear it's pretty good, and you've got cool people on there. But anyway, Scott, I appreciate you joining us uh, very much. So I I hope you have a good day, brother. I appreciate you too, man. Be good, bro. See ya. Hey, make sure you check out our website, BallisticRadio.com. Like our Facebook page at Facebook.com slash BallisticRadio. And keep leaving those five-star reviews on iTunes. It really helps us out. Thanks for listening, everyone. As always, be safe. See you next week.